You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to the 750. I am your O, RJ Ochoa. He is your 75, two-time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, the one and only Tony Casillas. TC, what up? I'm doing good, RJ. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. Uh, another week. This is actually our last week without any Dallas Cowboys action of any kind because they arrive in Oxnard, California next week and start training camp. So um, after this, it's uh, an onslaught all the way through hopefully February. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so this is the, the last, the calm before the storm, I guess. Yeah. I mean, much better temperatures. I mean, Oxnard, California, this time, the time, the time of the year, uh, I, I never would, uh, I didn't think I'd ever say these words, but as a player, I would be looking forward to going to Oxnard with temperatures about a nice uh, 75 degrees. Cause it's been so blazing hot, not only in Texas, but freaking uh, across the universe. It's been crazy. Dude, for real. Um, you went to St. Mary's, right? Like there were the campus at St. Mary's at least once during your career. No, it was, well, it was actually St. Edwards. That was St. Edwards. Sorry, St. Edwards. St. Mary's is close. San Antonio, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And it was just totally different era, but uh, it's a uh, it's a different climate in Oxnard, California. For sure. No, um, this um this sucks. I mean, there's no way around it. It does feel hotter than, than usual. I don't know if we're just like prisoners of the moment, but, um, but it feels hotter than, um, than summers in the past, but you know, that's, a, you know, whatever, but, um, okay. So with training camp starting next week, um, this is like the last chance we have to kind of ask any questions or, or you know, lay things out that we are unsure of because we're going to start sort of getting answers a week from now. Um, and so I'll start, um, my main question um, as far as, you know, not understanding, um, you know, things about this team is, is who the swing tackle is going to be. I, I have, I really have no idea. I mean, I guess if I have to answer my own question, it's probably Josh ball, the fourth round pick from a year ago, but he basically has no NFL experience. And I feel like that is such a, a reckless thing to do when you know that Tyron Smith is likely going to miss time this season is to go at this with, with Josh as your swing tag. I mean, he's, he's going to have to play and if he's going to have to play on the left side. You're going to have Josh ball and Tyler Smith, you know, protecting Dak Prescott's blind side. That just seems like a bad idea to me. And so right now I, that that's maybe my biggest question as we sit here a week away from camp beginning. Uh, you know, I'm really not concerned with Tyler Smith. I know he's, he's, a, he's a rookie, but if they put him inside at right, the right guard, or inside the, you know, the in, interior part of the line, I think he can solidify that even as a, as a rookie. But, uh, I mean, we've seen that with Connor Williams. You've seen that, you know, how that's gone. But, I mean, this kid seems to me is that he is he's somewhat has the potential to be a beast in the National Football League. But Josh Ball, I think there's still some question marks with him when it comes to his lower half and being able to maintain and have a strong base and, 
really a, a position that you, you have to have a lot of athleticism, but you have to let a, have a lot of anchor in the, in the lower half of your legs. And I think that's what I've heard uh, when you read some of the, the scouting report on him and OTAs and how he's developed in the offseason, you know, how strength has it gotten better. And it seems to me the needle has been pointing not uh, – it hasn't been trending. The trajectory hasn't been more as positive as, as I think a lot of people would like him to be at this point. Yeah, I mean, and so, I mean, that that's why I have this question. I mean, like, I, it's it, – we, we could sit here and, and relitigate how the Cowboys didn't do this or didn't do that or traded away or cut Lyle Collins or whatever – um, and I just, it's, it's questionable to me that they, they chose to, to lie in this bed. You know what I mean? Like people love to say like, well, they made the bed. They have to line it. Why did they make this bed this way? Um, but that's, I mean, that's one of my questions. Do you have anything that you're kind of wondering about or speculating about or pontificating about again? Just, just, it could be a good question. I mean, but I mean, I, I don't mean to just be negative. You know, I, I, I think that the, the question is, is like every time you have players that move on, I think that the, the question mark and, I don't think it'll be that big an issue as uh, not having a number one receiver, Mark Cooper, you know, pass the baton with, you know, to uh, CD lamb and really just kind of seeing what that looks like. Um, this version of the number one receiver, uh, obviously I think for me, I, I would like to see more of a uh, Tony Pollard. I'd like sure. to see him get more catches and see what they do in, in training camp. I think it gets to the point now that, uh, Ezekiel is a big boy. He understands the business in the National Football League, and regardless of how much he wants to, how much, how many times he wants to touch the football, you got to give uh, someone to maybe give a be more explosive and people that that has more tread, so to speak. Kind of see what that looks like and what they try to do in different packages, and they don't really show a whole lot in training camp. But uh, you know, I think it's going to be a little different this year because just the just the continuity of what they have in some of the younger players. I think when you look at on the defensive side of the ball, you know, some of the guys that have developed and what you're going to see in training camp and uh, in, in training camp is totally different. You're, you're not going to see the physicality of it, but still you want to see the moxie of it. But I think there's a lot of different questions that come in, nothing blaring uh, that comes to mind uh, because we know that, you know, now in training camp, it's more, it's more the, as I mentioned, getting the chemistry back and everything else. And there's not a lot of physicality in there. Uh, but I think it's more the timing and seeing what these guys can do in individual drills. I think for me, when you have defensive linemen, you have offensive linemen, and more comes down to, you know, individual pass rush drills and kind of keeping your eye on that. But, uh, and then, you know, the second year of, of, uh, Micah Parsons and you know, sure. Trayvon Diggs and, you know, seeing what their leadership, how that's going to catapult and, you know, see the, you can see some of the changes in leadership and the vocality of it and everything. I know that's a mouthful, but uh, I really don't have, I guess to answer your question, I don't have one thing that really I'm negative about. I'm just more uh, intrigued to see how these things are going to develop in training camp. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13.
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Sure. No, I mean, I, I just kind of have one more, you know, a bit of a, a shorter episode here today. Um, and it's not really so much about the football of it all, because you kind of just threw this like wide umbrella. And I think that kind of like, you know, covers where we're at and where a lot of people are with the team. And I mean, you've been out to Oxford, I don't know, a billion different times. And your daughter worked there. We, we've talked about that in the past uh, work Cowboys camp. And so I'm kind of curious to see how how the team tries to sell the the hype, the you know, the the the, the flash, the sex appeal, like because it, it has been a really really bad off season. And, and I mean, I, I in no way expect there to like not be full crowds. I mean, I don't think that would ever happen. Um, but I'm just, I'm very curious. I mean, like, you know, they have the opening ceremony in Oxnard and Jerry loves to kind of hold court and, and, and kind of try to jazz up the crowd. And I'm, I'm curious to see a, what, what their, their approach to that is and b what the reaction to it is. Cause I, I do really, I mean, I like to think I have a, a general sense of how Cowboys fans are feeling. And there is so much, apathy and i i do wonder if it's there there is going to be this sense of like whatever you know and i i'm i'm i don't know how they'll react to that we haven't seen the cowboys have to deal with that in person yet and by by the cowboys i mean the the front office and, and the front office figures i don't think mike mccarthy's phased by that kind of stuff um but i i do wonder you know what what it will be like you know how jerry's going to try to put lipstick on this pig well, you know, Jerry's motto motto is uh is go big or go home and i i just don't see that that him kind of streamlining that anyway. And, and I, and look, I was out there last year, uh, you know, my, and my daughter, my, and my wife and I went out and saw my uh, daughter, she's doing an internship and about, you know, when we, when we post the, uh, you know, the, uh, the seven five Oh, I got, I'm going to post a picture of her molt shoes because that's what they had her do when she first, when she went out to trading camp, I think she had the hardest job than anyone out there the first day or so, but that's what the internship, but it's kind of a funny story, but, but anyway, I, there is, there is no way that that's going to happen. You've yeah. I, I, when I, when I went out there last year, I, I don't think people, because people are ready for football. I mean, they're counting down the days and the NFL and, and football in general. And, and it seems to me they just can't have enough. And I don't know if the football nation is willing to give, you know, just pass on not being excited and really just getting into the whole the spectacle of Cowboys training camp and what it is, because we got to remember a lot of these people, especially in California football fans don't get a chance to come to Dallas and watch a game. This is their version. They're excited about it. And it's all about the marketing appeal of the Dallas Cowboys. So I don't see that. And also it's in a great environment, RJ, you know, as I mentioned off the top of the show, it's 75 degrees. You don't sweat. You, it's more of a excitement to see the players and, and it's, it, it, I find it intriguing after all these years, and we talk about this ever since I've been on the show with you, is that the Cowboys have been so far removed from winning anything that they're as excited now, it seems, as if they, we, they were back when we started our run sure. for all those Super Bowls in the 90s. So I just don't see that. I don't see Jerry ever, ever taking his uh, foot off the gas pedal when it comes to that. 
I agree with you. I mean, I, I certainly think he's going to try, but it's it's not necessarily been a great offseason for him individually. Um, it's, it's not been a great offseason for the team. So I'm I'm just and now I mean, you know, and I don't think this like matters, but you're going to California, a California based team on the Super Bowl, right? Like the NFL has has tried so hard to push like the Rams and Hollywood and L.A., blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm just I'm just interested. I'm interested to see if, if it has the same feel that, you know, because it has felt like a big thing and it will be a big thing, but it, it always feels like a meteor, meteoric thing. And I don't know that it'll feel that way this year, but um, we'll see. It will be very, very interesting. Um, Dallas Cowboy training camp starts a week from well, they arrive a week from today. So, um, you know, one last week to go. Uh, Tony, hope you have a great day. And everybody else, congratulations to um, to your boy, Cam Smith, I guess, on winning the Open Championship, um, you know, from the land down under. Um, good for him. I think I think I got my uh, my my favorite now. And that's Cam Smith from Australia. That dude is uh, he's a cool dude. He's unflappable. Uh, yeah, I think as much as people love Roy McIlroy and being over in St. St. Andrews and kind of being right. a, the hometown favorite. I mean, Cam Smith, man. That performance on that golf course, you're talking about a guy that has uh, ice in his veins and just puts that hand up and like in, in, in the mullet. And I think I got my favorite now, and it's Cam Smith from Australia. If you haven't seen it, just um, just do a quick Google or YouTube search for about his house. He, he's had his house profiled by a few different places. He he, he, does, he doesn't he doesn't live too shabby. I'll just say that. Um, so he's he's no, got a nice. I don't, I don't think I, I don't think he's hurting. No, exactly. Uh, but congratulations to Cam Smith. Congratulations to every single listener. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you all next week. This was the 750.